and welcome to the Women in Mathematics podcast. Hi, my name is Natanya. Yo, 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 I'm Rachel. Hello, I'm Ashley. And I'm Sylvia. Today we're here to talk to you about Joan Berman and her legacy. So how much do you know about knots? Honestly, not much. But <laughs> I basically know a square knot and a half inch. My dad was really into knots, but I did not agree. But <laughs> I thought knots were weird. But now that I've looked into them, I think they're less weird, but still weird. They're also extra with all these polynomials and everything. That's so true. Amen. <laughs> the only knots I knew about before now were in your hair, on trees, and a shoelace. Knots should have never been this deep. Exactly, right? Like, Joan was really doing it. She said when she was younger, she found knots molecular shape amazing, and that was when <laughs> she was five. Who thinks of that when they're five? When I was five, all I thought about was playing in dirt and Barbie. Me too. I don't even know what I was thinking about when I was five, but they were definitely not deep thoughts. I took naps. I'm pretty sure I didn't even know what molecular structure was. Well, okay, enough about what we did when we were five. Let's get back to talking about Joan. Joan Berman was born May 30th, 1927, in New York City. Her father immigrated from Russia, and her mother was a native New Yorker. Both of her parents encouraged their four daughters to get education, and actually they all ended up pursuing mathematics. That's cool. That's really yeah. cool, but like most kids, they don't want to follow after what their parents did, but she was smart. But actually, in primary school, she was fascinated by the odd and even patterns, so I thought that was really interesting. That is really interesting. Who thinks of that in primary school? I know. There's this interesting quote about her high school. Really? What is it? So, she says, it was a really rough inner city high school, but within it there was a small academic unit, a school within a school. We had some very good teachers. We had a course in Euclidean geometry. Just like kind of crazy. I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what that is now. And we would have telephone conversations and argue over the solutions to the geometry problems. That was my introduction to proof. And I just loved it. It was wonderful. So that's sweet. Do you guys want to know what the geometry was? Oh, yeah. A mathematical system attributed to the Alexandrian Greek mathematician Euclid. Heard of the guy. That's pretty cool. Actually, there is a line of cool cats named Joan. Big Joan of Arc and Joan Jet. They were all cool and gnarly. Gnarly. Yes, gnarly. (laughs) I think that they were pretty radical. Alright, so anyways, well, she was taught at Barnard College, Columbia University, and from 1968 to 1973, she went to the Stevenson Institute of Technology. She also went to Princeton, which is a pretty hard school to get into, so I think it's she pretty was pretty, pretty gnarly, if you ask me. Uh, okay, I want y'all to get out when of she was younger, stuff. When she was younger, she transferred from Swarthmore, and she went to all these really nice schools. She married Joseph Berman. He was a theoretical physicist, but he recently passed away. It's oh, a shame. They had been married 66 years? I think it was... Oh, you just know that right at the top of your <laughs> head. <laughs> oh my gosh, there's a truffle on there. There is! I saw that! There's a truffle Okay, y'all, we're going crazy because on Rachel's glasses, there's a truffle or not, and we've been working on knots, as you can tell. She didn't even notice this whole time. I didn't know what that was. (laughs) Anyways, 
They had three children, Kenneth Berman, Deborah Berman Schleider, and Carl David Berman. In 1948, she went to Barnard College. Then she went to Columbia University to get her physics degree. And then she went to go get a math PhD in the current Institute of New York University. And not only did she go as a student to Barnard College and Columbia University, but she was a teacher there. She also wrote some books. Now, they are a bit of a mouthful. There's one that's called On Braid Groups. That's the easy one. <laughs> Mapping Class Groups and the Relationship to Braid Groups and Automorphisms of the Fundamental Group of a Closed Orientable to Manifold. Yeah, well, so I think she had a pretty good life. Speaking of her books and therefore her research, before... Joan Berman really got into knot theory and started adding to it. It was basically a separate field from braid theory, but now those two are pretty much inseparable. So because of her love of knots, she knew that she wanted to study them, but she noticed that there was a lot of research on knot theory and a lot of research on braid theory, but basically no research on their overlap. So she decided to study that. She had already published her first book, basically on the intersection between these two fields, when one day a guy called Vogan Jones, who interestingly enough is an American New Zealander, so he called her up and asked to talk about mathematics. And I have this nice quote about that. Okay, let's hear it. Yeah, she said, he contacted me because he had discovered certain representations of the braid group and what he called a very special trace function on them. And people had told him that I was the braid expert and might have some ideas about its usefulness. So they met and they discussed braid theory, but unfortunately, because they focused on these very different parts of mathematics, they basically couldn't understand each other's terminology, but after a while, they'd made some headway and they continued to meet. And she said in between their meetings, he thought a lot about their discussions and all of the stuff they had talked about. And he calls her up and he's like, hey, I think I discovered a new knot invariant. That's cool. I think that's really cool how they just, he just picked up the phone, called her and made a collab and that's like, help mathematicians now. A knot invariant, for those people out there who don't know, is basically a way to distinguish between knots and give them like a number or a polynomial. That is a way to describe them. So he says he's discovered this new knot invariant, and she's like, yeah, well, he probably just discovered one that had already been discovered. He just approached it from a different angle. So here's this cool quote about the knot invariants. So she says, was his invariant really new or a new way to look at something known? He did not know. Examples were needed, and a few days later we met again in my office to work some out. My first thought was, it must be the Alexander polynomial. So I said, here are two knots, the trefoil and its mirror image, that have the same polynomial. Let's see if your polynomial can distinguish them. To my astonishment, it did. Well, we checked that calculation very carefully on lots more examples because the implications were hard to believe. Very quickly, other parts of the new machinery came to bear, and the world of knot theory experienced an earthquake. There was not just the Jones polynomial, but also its cousins, the H-O-M-F-L-Y, and the Kaufman polynomials, and lots more. And some of the stuff in my book about mapping class groups was relevant, too. Honestly, I never knew knots were so deep, especially little, really cool. Yeah, 
Isn't it interesting? It's, it's really it, interesting. It's really cool. And speaking of these knots, she got a ton of achievements and awards. Some of the awards that she got for creating the knot theory were the Sloan Foundation Fellowship Award, which she had done for two years. Two years in a row, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Two years running. She got the New York City Mayor's Award in Science and Technology January 2006. And she also got the Institute for Advanced Studies in spring 1987. I wish I could get awards like that. That's, that's pretty awesome. That's not all our good Ms. Berman did. She was very influential in the theoretical mathematics and contributed to fundamental developments in topology. So topology is surfaces. Topology is really not, but in in mathematics is the study of geometric properties and relations unaffected by the continuous change shapes or size figures. Oh, there's like Mobius strip. Um, It it has only one side. Yeah, it's like a strip that's a circle with one twist in it. You can cut it in half and it'll just make a bigger circle. Also, she was a member and chairwoman of multiple things. The mathematics department at Bernard, the European Academy of Sciences. She also co-founded a nonprofit publishing house, Mathematical Sciences, and she's still actively involved in human rights issues. That's awesome. She's such a cool lady. You guys want to hear some fun facts about our mathematician? Yeah, definitely. Most people don't know this, but she attended an all-girls school when she was younger. She was awarded an honorary doctorate by Israel Institute of Technology. And piggybacking onto what Rachel said about her manuscripts and books, she wrote over 65 books. And to top that all off, she's still living a 90-year-old healthy woman. We wrote our letter hoping that she could answer some questions for this. But unfortunately... um, I wish she emailed back. I it mean. was a really nice yeah, rejection letter, though. I mean, she like, was really nice so, about I'm it. I'm so happy that she actually responded back. Now that we've learned about Joan Berman, what influences do you think she's made on your life now, being like a woman and a mathematician, a predominantly male field? Well, I honestly, I think as a woman, I feel like she inspires some other women to do better, especially me, too, because I feel like us, we can do a lot of things better than men, you know? Yeah, yeah like, just saying. she did a lot of amazing stuff, and she would have had a really good career for anybody, but it's even more impressive considering the time that she was doing all of this in. Because this was like when of, women were This was like in the 40s, 50s, and all of men that. felt like they couldn't do anything, but she proved them wrong, actually. She was just amazing. I'm glad we got Joan Berman. I think she can inspire you to also be a cool cat. We hope you enjoyed our podcast from Girls Talk Math. This is Ashley. This is Natanya. This is Rachel. And Sylvia. Signing out. Peace! (laughs) Girls are smart. Every equation you do is a form of art. It's time to get together. Fly a rocket, build a house, and control the weather with math. 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 Yes. Who here likes math is not a man, you could be a female mathematician!